Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. And today, I am super pumped to bring on somebody who has been investing since 1998 and has now started growing out to where now she is now investing out of state, working with us at Master Passive Income to build the business first, and she's going to show you how she's grown her business and scaled it even more and how you can do it as well. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super pumped to have you here on the show with me. Now, I was actually thinking, like just literally this last week, I started thinking, man, real estate investing is so simple and so easy. Now, you might be hearing me saying that, you may be thinking, well, <laughs> well, Dustin, I don't have one property, or I have a couple properties, and it's too hard, it's really hard to do. Now, don't get me wrong, I know there's work involved, and I personally love doing it, but when I build the business, even though there's work involved, I do it one time and I get other people to do the work for me. Like I literally don't do anything in my real estate investing business. And here's the fun thing. Like in my life, I after quitting my job and, you know, hopefully if you're able to eventually be able to become financially independent, you might not want to quit your job. That's not everybody's desire. It was for me. I wanted to have freedom. But if your desire is still work for your job, go right ahead. But you have the freedom now to choose to if you want. Now, when I quit my job, I was able to remove a big stress out of my life. And then from just the real estate investing I literally have no stress in my life. And honestly, with Master Passive Income, you know, just doing podcasts, I have no stress at all. It's just fun to do this stuff. I don't have to worry about anything. And I'll just let, let's just between me and you, I was talking to my wife the other day and I said, hey, honey, you know what? I wish I'm almost kind of like, I'd rather just go back to just real estate investing and we, instead of doing the, 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 the uh, not master passive income, because that's fun. Um, but the real estate wealth Builders conference, oh my goodness, it is so much work trying to put together a conference or an event that brings people together to help them to invest in real estate better. It's like, I'm getting very little, if nothing, out of this conference, and yet I'm putting this together to help other people connect with other people, connect with the speakers who are awesome investors themselves, trying to do where we are creating something of community, of people, of real estate investors all helping each other out. And I thought, and I was telling my wife, hey, babe, you know, if it wasn't for RubeCon, I would literally have no stress in my life because I built my life to be you know, financially free and have my real estate investor, um, you know, all my investing going and not even have to worry about that. But I thought, man, honey, it'd be so much easier if I just went back to just investing in real estate. But then she said, yeah, but yeah, it's true. You'd be bored though. <laughs> You'd be bored because you wouldn't be helping people and you wouldn't have something else, a new thing to build, like like a, a business type of thing that is connecting a lot of people. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I literally love connecting people. I love seeing people connect into um, creating new businesses or new investments, or I love seeing people's lives change. And here's where it's really interesting. So in life, and my, I definitely give my friend credit, Adam Carroll, He's going to show it a couple times. He's in my mastermind together. He's going to be at RubeCon speaking. But he said, and um, 
learned this from another investor a number of years ago, but there is four legacies that one needs to leave in their life. And these legacies, I think everybody, not just leave, but like have in our life. So the first one, the legacy we should all strive for is a money legacy. Now the money legacy, think about that. You can buy whatever you want. You can afford to do whatever you want. You don't have to worry about bills anymore. You can go to a restaurant and not worry about the price tag on the meal. <laughs> Could you not? Like if it, for me, now I'm blessed. I have enough properties now. I look at the price tag and I say, man, I want a filet and a ribeye. I'm going to order them both. <laughs> I order them both and I get to eat them both. Uh, they say that's why I'm a little chubby. But anyways, <laughs> it's neither here nor there. So now with that, when you have a money legacy, you have enough money to do whatever you want. Now, you could also quit your job, which then gives you a time legacy. So money leads into a time legacy. When you have a legacy of time, then you can do whatever you want. You can get, you want to travel the world. If you want to serve the poor, if you want to um, just literally lay around and exercise or lay around or exercise or do something else with your life, you have the time to do whatever you want. So money leads into time. Then time leads into relationships. You need to have a legacy of money, then a legacy of time. But that legacy definitely needs to leave into lead into relationships where you're putting it back into your family, where your relationship with your spouse and your children and your loved ones are just solid and you're cherishing them and building them up. The people around you, the community around you, the people at church to the gym or wherever it might be, but you're developing a relationship where people love being with you. You build them up. That leads then into the fourth legacy the service legacy. The service legacy is where it's really where you stop focusing on yourself and you start focusing on how you can help other people. So if you remember, money legacy leads into a time legacy. That time legacy leads into the relationship legacy. The relationship legacy leads into a service legacy. Now, when you can get into a service legacy where you are serving people as opposed to trying to you know, serve yourself and make money, work one hour, get paid for that hour, your life will get so much better. You might be thinking, I don't have enough time to take care of myself, let alone serve other people. But I kid you not, as soon as you get to the service legacy, you will see that your life actually becomes more rich, more full, and more of a blessing to yourself and especially to others. I found the more people that I help in this life, the better my life gets and the better other people's life gets. That's why building something like RubeCon, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, building something like that is a joy to me. Even though it's stressful, don't get me wrong, it's definitely stressful. Um, but it's a fun type of stress because in the end, let's say I lose, I mean, I'm, I got literally like a half a million dollars tied up in this conference with hotel guarantees and all that sort of stuff and, and food and beverage minimums, which are like $50,000 plus 25% on top of that gratuity, just silly. You don't need to hear about that. But with that, even with all that, I have enough money. If it goes belly up, it would hurt. You know, we don't have that much extra money just lying around, but it would hurt, but I would build it back up and I would make more money and, you know, move on. But the benefit of doing this, even though there's, you know, creating a conference where we're connecting people, the benefit for me is what I see in the legacy of the service that I'm able to do with the people. Because the people that come to the conference, my goodness, they walk away with more connections, more investors that want to invest with them, more deals, more maybe partnerships, more expert coaches that would be able to help them and share with them. 
And on top of that, you come away with encouragement and knowledge of how to invest even better, maybe even shift and to invest in a certain other way that you didn't even know was there. It's so awesome to be able to be around people that are expert real estate investors. So I want you to come to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, get yourself going down this path of these four legacies. I want you to get your pass at 10% off. Use a promo code podcast, podcast, just like it sounds. Go to rubecon.com and use your pass, the podcast promo code to get yourself 10% off. Honestly, I personally suggest getting the VIP ticket. And when I, when I'm charging for the VIP ticket, I'm not charging any extra money. Like I'm not, sorry, let me say that again, differently because it costs more. I'm not making any more money. In fact, I'm not making any money on it because it all goes back to putting on the conference, but the added money is literally added experiences from lunches to mixers with the expert speakers and the other VIP investors. These other VIP investors are ones that say, I'm putting more value in my time going there and I'm gonna pay a little bit extra to go to these lunches and these mixers and all this stuff that is literally just, all that extra money is just going, that you're paying for the ticket is literally going to pay for those extra items. Hotels are crazy expensive. Did I tell you that already? But anyways, I want you to think about that in your life. Leave legacy of money, time, relationships, and service in your life so that you can then be blessing everybody around you. And today, I'm really excited to bring on a student who has done such a fantastic job in her own investing, just starting out, just accidentally almost, like she knew she wanted to, to buy a property, and now she has it as an investment property back in 1998, buying that now, it's still an investment property, and then working with me and the other coaches like Charles, I brought a new coach on William, and working with us and all the other students in the Master Passive Income student community, I've literally got hundreds of students now, all working together, helping each other out. But bringing her on, she's building all these legacies, and that's what you can too as you invest in yourself. So come to the conference, but then let's listen in as I interview Christina Garcia, who has now become a fantastic investor and is still part of the community and coming to RubeCon as well to hang out with us and encourage all of us to be investors. All right, you guys, let's jump into the show where I interview Christina Garcia, showing us how we can be investors just like she is. Christina Garcia, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Dustin, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Man, this is terrific, Christina. So you and I have been working together for a little while now and seeing you buy the next property and then the next property, it's just so terrific. What got you started investing in real estate? Well, well I started back when I was uh, very young. I was 21 years old. Um, I was uh, single and I purchased my first triplex uh, back in, uh, I believe, of October 1998. It was locally here where I live in Inglewood. So I felt comfortable purchasing it here. and then. Um, in May of 2001, uh, we, I purchased a single residence where we're living currently, same right next door to the triplex. So I was, um, and then my my sister, my older sister, moved to North Carolina. So I, me and my husband decided to purchase a property in in Gardner, North Carolina, and she helps us manage the property. So then we took a long time from I think it was from 2009 until. 2020 when we purchased uh, another property in Burlington, Kentucky. And also I was hearing your um, podcast and I was getting more encouraging, more motivating. So I came out of my comfort zone and we have a brother-in-law that lives in Florence, Kentucky. So he helps helped us a little bit with that property, but I, I managed that property. And then um, last year I repurchased 
two properties, um, one in March of last year in Akron, Ohio, and then the other one, I believe it was in October in Akron, Ohio as well. And, you know, what really got me, you know, excited and pumped is hearing your podcast, listening to the, you know, monthly um, uh, get-togethers where everybody shares different ideas. And, you know, I'm really fortunate, um, you know, to listen to you and, le and learn from you. And I was able to, you know, go through your um, your program, um, still learning. And that's where I met um, one of the property managers um, that I um, hired. And he manages two other properties in Akron, Ohio. That is terrific. And the fact that you started really young and buying a triplex, I commend you on that. And, you know, being able to do it on your own. And that that is so awesome. And then now seeing you grow and develop. So you found me on the podcast. That's so cool. Now you're on the podcast actually sharing your how well you're doing. Yes. Uh-huh. Correct. Thank you. Yes. That is that is great. Okay. So what would you say is one of the harder parts about investing in real estate and doing it successfully? Because anybody could buy a property and try to find a tenant, but what would you say was one of like a, a hurdle and something that you were able to get over by, you know, either listening to the podcast or jumping on the coaching calls? What would you say that really helped you? I would say um, just, I learned my lessons and also listening to the podcast. One of the biggest lessons was when we purchased a property in Burlington, Kentucky, you know, that the house looked beautiful from inside, beautiful from outside. It seemed like I was ready to move in, but we, we made the mistake of not hiring a property inspector. And also, we I did another mistake of not hiring a property manager first. So when uh, you know I did all of the the screening, I put the property um, online, and you know I was uh, communicating with the future tenants. And we um, then the it seems that the property had um, plumbing issues. Really, uh, a lot of plumbing issues. Where there was a lot of uh, water coming out into the basement, and there was just a lot of problems. So we hired um. A company and, and they didn't fix the problem and so we had to hire another person to fix the problem so I finally fixed the problem but it was definitely um you know a nightmare for at least two months yeah so that's one of my biggest lessons you know it's better and to that, get a property inspector yeah mm-hmm I'm sorry, go ahead. Property inspector and a property manager. So I've done both Correct. of those where Correct. I didn't do it right the first time. In fact, the first time that I did it, I didn't hire the right property manager. And the property manager started stealing from me, let alone being incompetent. You know, it was like it's just a worst case scenario. And now realizing that building the business and finding the right people first was so helpful for me. Talk about what it's like to build the business first and how master passive income and showing you like, okay, we got to build the business first. We also have students that have already done it before you. So probably utilize some of these property managers. Talk about that process. Well, for me, um, I would uh, look at the list of the property managers that are on the list on the on your program and also look at the city that they're located and look at that city and that state on Zillow and see the properties there. And then also I would either like send an email to that. Um, and I want to pause for a quick second and share that. Honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. 
get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find the area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. Property manager and ask, what does he think about the area? What does he think about the house? You know, what's the, is what's the crime rate? And ask him questions, you know, to make sure, you know, that property manager is going to be able to manage that property. So, you know, I could have like a peace of mind, you know, that's a first step also. And then if we you know we do like the property, the, the, you know, the second step is obviously to make an offer with contingencies with um, requiring that, you know, we're going to get a property inspector to inspect the property. And, you know, that way we'll know which issues or problems that property has. And we can decide either to lower our offer or have the estimate, the, the owner, I mean, the seller to fix any repairs or to see if we could um, get into an agreement. That's so you, you, that's so great because you've learned and implemented so much in the business model. Now, the ones that you bought, a lot of people would think, okay, Christina bought it right next door to her and she bought, you know, she, she's right, right next to her, but I can't afford that. And I, I, I hear about this investing out of state. What are your thoughts? Like, what would you suggest or your insights into investing out of state? You know, it, it is normal and natural to feel not, I mean, nervous and to have self-doubts and to be, you know, fearful. But, um, you know, in, in the future, it's going to be worthwhile because, you know, you, 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 in, you interview the property manager, you get a property manager that's recommended and you ask questions about the area, how, what is the area, the, what is the, the schools, the, what kind of schools are there around there? And what is uh, the crime rate? Just ask a lot of questions to become knowledgeable of, if it's it, it would be a good investment. And, you know, how much is, is that property going to rent for? What would be like the amount that property is going to rent for? That's also a good question to ask the, the property manager. And, you know, also make sure, you know, you hire the right uh, property inspector as well, you know, to make sure you know what issues and problems that house house. Yeah, you're you're asking all the right questions because you can guess. Like people say, well, Zillow says it's it can rent for this much. And like, well, that Zillow's not an expert. All they're just right. doing is taking information, data, and then trying to sell you it. Now, what I found is that when we talk to the experts, the people living there on the ground, ask them how much is it going to rent for? More than likely, they're going to know. They're going to know better than Zillow. In fact, a lot, honestly. A lot of the companies that share, this is how much it rents for, they look at the zip code, the entire zip code, which there's so many different types of properties and zip codes can be huge. So we don't do that, but we utilize the property managers. Now, what was the first property in 2020 in, in Ohio? Talk us through getting that first property. How much did you buy it for? How much is the passive income and anything else you could share on that? Uh, the first property in Akron, Ohio, it was it's uh, three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and I believe, um, I don't even remember, it was a while ago. Uh, we, we made a cash offer. I believe it was, um, 
I don't remember, like 110,000, I believe. And I believe we purchased it for like about 93,000. It was a really nice home with a, a garage. And, um, you know, before that, we made the offer. You know, I asked the property manager, what do you think about the area? And what do you think about the house? And, you know, he said it was a really good area and, you know, to make an offer. So we made an offer with contingencies and we got, a, you know, we hired a, a property inspector just to make sure we don't have any you know, surprise, unexpected surprises. So, um, and then the, you know, the property manager put the listing online. Um, there was a lot of people interested in the property. So he did the screening. So the, the property rented probably in about three, three or four months, I believe. So it was fairly quickly. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's great. And so how much is a passive income? Would you say is that? So we, we made a cash offer in this one. So we paid, I believe 10% uh, to the property manager. And uh, passive income, it's probably about a one thousand three hundred because I believe it rents for a thousand four hundred ninety-five. Yes. Whoa! In Akron? Yes. That that's amazing. Good for you. Thank you. That's well. That's a ton of passive income. So, are you paying cash for these? The yes, because we refinance uh, three of our properties. We refinance where we live. We. Uh, Refinance cash out this house where we live for, and we got um, 150000 And then we also refinance cash out the other house that we have in um in Palmdale. And the other, um also the other house that we have in Garner, North Carolina, refinance cash out when that we took advantage when the interest rates were low at 3.25. So we cash out on three of those. So, so we paid cash for the first property in uh, Akron, Ohio, and also for the second one in Akron, Ohio. That's awesome. And people might be thinking, well, she still has, you know, increased mortgage on those other ones. Well, we don't yes. buy the next property unless it pays for the mortgage that we got and makes us more money. Correct? Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. Man, that's terrific. And you, you're just recycling your money. So now you have a couple of properties that are free and clear that you could do yes. the same thing over again. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I'm thinking about uh, looking into getting like a home equity line of credit or a business line of credit. To have that cushion, you know, in case we need it like for repairs or, you know, try to purchase another property, most of it um, possible purchasing by cash. It's yeah, faster. And <laughs> totally. And um, a lot of my students now, we're, we're all talking about how 2023 and 24 and 25 is going to be one of the best times ever to invest in real estate. And so if you're not investing, you really should be. Now, also with that, though, you need to have access to capital. You need to have access to money to be able to buy the next property. So we've been talking a lot about business line of credit, uh, a second property or not second loans, but like if you have a rental property, getting a homemaker line of credit on that property. So you have access. It's not like you have it in your pocket, but you have access to utilize it to buy the next property. So I'm really, really glad that you're doing that. So what's the next step for you to continually grow and scale the business? Because your goal is to get 10 more properties. What can you do right now? What are you doing right now to scale that up? Uh, well, currently right now, I'm you know, searching uh, properties also in Akron, Ohio. So I like uh, three properties there. So I emailed my um the real my real estate agent. So we're gonna see those properties uh tomorrow through FaceTime. So one of them um it seems like it was a really good property. So that one they made an offer and it's already um contingent. So she's not gonna show us that one. So we'll see two properties tomorrow on those two and see if we, we like those. And then if we do like one of them, we'll um make an offer with contingencies and then get a property inspector to inspect the property. Now, I, you're 100% right in doing all that because you're having the experts do the work for you so that they are helping you make sure it's done right. 
Now, I love it. So I, I started investing back in 2006. You started investing in 2000, or sorry, 1998, wasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, so really young because my mom pushed me to buy the triplex. I didn't want to get it. I was engaged. So she's like, you have to buy a property. You're not going to rent. You have to buy a property and live in one of the apartments. So we did live on the first apartment. And that, that's why. But I was upset. I didn't want to buy it. I was like, I don't want that responsibility because I was too young. I was 21. So I'm like, I want to buy a brand new car. She's like, no, you have to buy a property. You're not going to get out, out of this house to rent in another place. God bless your mom. Yes, yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> brilliant. And then look at where you're at now. I mean, that's wisdom. Now, when in 1998, let alone 2006, there weren't podcasts. There weren't all like all this stuff out there. In fact, their only thing was was like gurus that could charge thousands like 30, 40, 50, $100,000 to, to, for you to co- them to coach you. Now, tell me about the difference because I've seen it. 2006, there wasn't anything like, you know, the student community that we have, which has lots of students. We get on group coaching calls. We all encourage each other, help each other out. I'm coaching Charles and William. We're all coaching people. So before this, though, you're doing it all by yourself. It's really hard. But now we have hopefully other people around you. You have a community of people, coaches like Charles and myself and William. So talk to us about like what you saw before 1998, doing all your own being scary to now where you have a lot of backup around you. Now I feel so, um, you know, so fortunate and there's so much information. I've learned so much from you and from Charles. And I just feel so fortunate that I'm, I'm asking the experts like you and you know, it makes me feel more, it gives me courage and it gives me confidence to, you know, invest out of state far away from where I live. Because back then we were just invest locally where we live, you know, in the same city or maybe an hour away. You know, the other property that we purchased back in, I believe it was uh, 2009. You know, we were, I went to an auction, but they were all in California. So that, that property was in Palmdale, California. So, you know, I kept, bidding and bidding on the property. So we were able to get a loan on that property. And I was really young too. And I didn't know much about auctions as the first time I went to an auction. And then after, you know, a few years passed by, my husband's like, oh, I regret not purchasing another property because there was another property in Apple Valley that sold for like $80,000. And now it's worth probably like $400,000. So I'm like, we were just scared. And we, we, we were naive, you know, we were just scared that something bad might happen. So we didn't want to risk it too much. I know what you mean. In fact, Apple Valley, when you said that, I was like, oh, that's literally where I was born. I was born in Apple Valley. Oh, really? oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was. <laughs> oh, man. So this is so great. Now, what lessons, what, any other lessons that you can share that as going through the process, obviously starting in 1998, all the way to now, is there any specific lesson that you said, man, I'm so glad I learned this and I wish I would know this beforehand? Yeah, you know, like the, the one I mentioned, and also, you know, asking a lot of questions, uh, especially uh, getting property managers that are recommended. And yeah, asking them a lot of questions and learning, you know, not taking everybody, someone's word for it, but doing the research and, you know, doing your d- diligence and, you know, working with the numbers, making sure, you know, you're going to be able to pay your expenses that you're going to have profit after, you know, just doing research and asking the experts as always like you, uh, Dustin and Charles and people that are have, you know, invested in many properties. That's great. I love it. So Christina, it's so awesome to see you again. It's great always having you come in on the coaching calls. Now I got to ask you a question. I don't remember. Are you coming to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference? Yes. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, my airfare tickets and the hotel. Yeah. Ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. excited. So excited to finally meet you in person. And then everybody listening, we would love to hang out with you. I mean, this is literally just a community that I've tried to bring all of us together just because 
it's so much better when we gather together to invest together and help each other out. So if you're listening and you want to come to RubeCon, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference is going to be May in Phoenix. Use the promo code podcast. It'll give you 10% off your ticket. I just want to see you be there with us. You will realize when you're there how amazing it is to have other people around you that are sharing like-minded and also at the same time encouraging to build you up. So Christina, thank you so much for being on the show, giving us so much encouragement. Hopefully, everybody listening will realize, hey, Dustin and Christina, they're just like our next door neighbors. They're normal, regular, everyday people. I could do it too. So Christina, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, Dustin. Thank you for having me. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my real estate wealth builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.